Well, I tell you what, maybe we'll have ourselves a little Christmas right here. Come on, everyone, gather around. String up the lights and light up the tree. We're gonna make some revelry. Spirits are high, so I can tell it's Christmas time in hell. Demons are nicer as you pass them by. There's lots of demon toys to buy. The snow is falling and all is well. It's Christmas time in hell. There's Princess Diana. Greetings, holiday shoppers. There are now only 44 days until Christmas, and there are only 70 days until, well, extinction. The end. And you know what that means. That means it's time for another episode of Christmas Creeps, as you know. Hi, my name is Joseph Wade. I am your host for this and every episode of Christmas Creeps. Uh, here with me tonight are my co-hosts, Johnny Five, the human robot. Hello. And Karen Five. Hello. Is here as well. Hi, folks. How you doing? We're um, doing. We're doing. That's the, that's the best we can really say right now. Um, I hope you're doing well if you're listening to this, and if... You're anything like us, you're probably have you've probably not had a great couple of days. Uh it's Thursday, it's two days after election day, and man, oh manity. Boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> oh man. I would just like to reiterate um something I said on last episode. Ohio, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I, I think maybe Ohio got mad and yeah, Ohio. Uh, Ohio, you look mad, you stupid bitch. And it, this might be all your fault, is what I'm saying, Johnny Five. Yeah, I think I think you brought this upon all of us. Yeah. But um God damn it. I know. God damn Ohio. Uh, it's <laughs> it's not just Ohio, it's everybody and North Korea cancel send us some nukes. I got I got an Ohio problem. No. Just... <laughs> like I feel like everything if if we address anything to North Korea, the North Koreans are going to respond. So well, it's nice to know that someone's fucking listening. I guess, yeah. Is this still Kim Jong-un, or did he die, too? I can't remember. No, it's, yeah, it's the little one. Well, I know, but like, I, I thought he was like missing or something I, a while back. Or I don't know. I don't know. With my, I'm not up on He got yet. lost in the one mall in Pyongyang, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. His handlers couldn't find him. Because <laughs> he, acc- yeah. he accidentally wandered into the DMZ. <laughs> But anyway, folks, uh, yeah, we're here. We're here to talk about Christmas movies because that's that's, that's our bag. And uh, you know, before we really get jump into things, I do kind of feel like it's it's important to you know sit here for a moment and and drink in the lovely Christmas beers because they may be the last beers any of us ever have. Well, I got a high life for later. Well, I mean, it's the champagne of beers. We do ha- we do have about two months until we lose good old good old Barack the Islamic shock uh, Obama. Good old Barry O. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're we're here for you tonight and hopefully many episodes into the future because this is our happy place. And uh, I, I have well, a my, feeling... my dirty ass kitchen. Yes. John's dirty ass kitchen is my happy place. Yeah. Um, this podcast is sort of going to have to be my my and your uh, uh, sanctuary for fun. I know there's lots of sanctuaries for fun out there, but this one's ours. There are many like it, but this one is mine. Exactly. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's it's good to have, you know, just that that much more escapism, though, if you really, really need it. And and I I put a thing up on our blog this morning uh, kind of related to this. But the fact that the person we elected as president almost literally a year ago today announced that he was going to to fight the war on Christmas kind of bothers me. Yeah. Not just like superficially like, Oh, like what a jackass, but like really truly bothers me because I actually do 
like for for realsies, guys, I do enjoy Christmas, and it's part of the reason I started this podcast was because I, I enjoy it so much, and if I can find any way of dragging it out any further, and I know lots of people would bristle at that notion, like dragging Christmas out beyond January first. Are you fucking crazy? Well, maybe I am. No, I'm Jonathan. <laughs> Hi, Jonathan. I'm crazy. But <laughs> but well, that's what we do all year. Is we drag Christmas right out. I know that's what we do. That's what the three of us do. And, and yeah. if you're still listening to us, I I I have to say I'm proud of you because I would not expect anybody to be listening to a Christmas podcast for two years straight, much less producing a Christmas podcast yes. for two years straight. I'm proud of you guys. But we've done it, and I I love it, and I love you guys, and I, I hope that we can continue this for how as long as we possibly can because you know if you're going to wage a war on christmas i'm going to have to fight back with the only way i know how and that is to celebrate christmas and i know that's going to be difficult because nobody should be forced to celebrate christmas no unless you absolutely want to and i would unless you want to be forced to celebrate christmas you you should not be forced to celebrate christmas unless you absolutely want to celebrate christmas in which case john and karen you are kind of the only exceptions here because Otherwise, there is no podcast. I can't it's do this true. alone. <laughs> you can't just talk into a mic by yourself. What if you like? What if you learned how to throw your voice? Oh no! If I started playing characters, everyone would think I was fucking crazy. If I started inventing people, I mean, hey, it's not the first time it's happened. By the way, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> but I mean, at, at this or, point, or, it might or, just be what you need. Just in, in, inventing friends. I mean, it, it, everybody needs a, everybody needs a coping mechanism. Exactly. Um, or alternatively, we could we could talk to cats. Yes. What's this cat's name again? This is Lindsay. Oh, hi, Lindsay. Oh, oh, hi, kitty. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> she doesn't. Yeah. Oh no, I have attention. Yes. Not what I wanted while I was running around everyone's feet for the past five fucking minutes. <laughs> yep. At least it's not the cat that fucking clawed oh, me. Wow, in the she face. really did get yeah, you. She, no, not in the face of the hand, but she got you know she clawed oh, me good. Shit. Your face hand, my yeah, my, well, my puppet face, my arm hand with like oh, her one claw that was out too. She only had, I think, she only has one claw exposed right now. Yeah, so, yeah, she has those uh, kitty cap things on. They're starting to come off. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, no. like she got them. She tagged them with well, the one. Like, that... It's not like she only has one claw left. Like she's some fucking like old time no. prospector only with one tooth left. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, yeah, I'm sorry. Chopper. Let me start over. We put caps on her claws so she doesn't claw the shit out of us because she's really bad about not retracting them like she's supposed to. And I was amazed that she managed to tag Joe with the one that's like come off. Yeah, she she clawed at me and she got me with the whole paw, but only yeah. one claw came out. Right, it's like Wolverine trying to make a point. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know, we're we're here not only for us for our own sanity, but we're here for you. So in the coming months and hopefully years, if shit starts going sideways and then downward, you know, if you need a place to chill out and listen to people yelling about dog saving Santa or whatever the hell it is we're going to be watching, you know, please by right. all means join us. If we have to go to a fucking bunker and just like you know well, have like a pirate radio station, oh yeah, I think I I think I know the cheat code to the next several years. And, I mean, you know when you have, like, a kind of a despotic tyrant in charge, you have to, like, a- appeal to their, like, ego to kind of, like, convince them that the thing you want them to do is the thing they wanted to do all, all, all along. So, um, just, uh, Mr. The Donald, think about this for a second. Trump brand marijuana. Oh. The best weed. The, the dankest weed. 
I mean, I've heard he's not against states deciding to legalize. And lots of them already have. Yeah, California just did, and Arizona, and... A, a bunch of them did. I think Maine did, maybe? Florida got uh, medical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, something we're celebrating is we no longer live in a dry county. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Which our, is a, a weird thing. Like, Yeah, our, our town's not been dry for like a couple decades, probably. Like, I was a kid, like, we still lived in a dry town. Right. But um, our town hasn't been for a few years, but um, our county was dry until uh, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird, because the state went about, you know, it went about, I think, like, 55 to, like, 40-something 42. 42, 43, then a couple for that Johnson fucker. Yeah. For Trump. But then, like, we also, just by a narrow margin, kicked out the shitty Republican mayor. Yeah, yeah Mayor McCheese is gone. It was literally by a hair. Oh, it was. Yeah. It was a close race. And then, yeah. but then, like, we also, like, in our county, got rid of the dry county thing by, like, a 60-something to 30-something margin. Like, it's, it's... Yeah, it's weird because this election didn't follow any fucking trends whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if anyone if we've actually divulged our actual state before, but um, we did. We def- live in McDonald Land. Yeah, we. Well, no, I was <laughs> no. just gonna say. No, I we mean, live in McDonald. We kicked out that fucker, Mayor McCheese. Yeah, no, we. Yeah. Our governor is that asshole who did the the transgender bathroom. Yeah, and, uh, and now our country is being run by Big Mac. That's that's fucking great. Oh God, <laughs> he looks like one. But I mean, yeah, I mean. It's not not really any secret. If you follow me on Twitter, you know where we we know where I live. So yeah. it's not like we're trying to hide anything. It's just it's I think more, we're coy about it sometimes. It's more but fun fuck it. to do that because we 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 need yeah. as many gimmicks around here as we can as we can get. Yeah, but, but yeah, I was um I was I went. I mean, to if you come to my house, I'll either play video games with you or shoot you with a BB gun. It's gonna be one or the other. That's true. No real guns here. Just BB. I have a fucking. I no joke. I got a Red Rider BB gun. No compass in the stock, though. I'm don't, upset about that. Don't shoot your eye out. You, you can, you, you know, there are BB BB gun mods out there. Most of them involve Nerf, though, so maybe don't do that. Ooh. The the, the modding community is ba- is pretty Nerf heavy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem. Not really a problem. I'm just, <laughs> just stating a fact. Really, they're all really scruffy looking. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, tonight, uh, before we move on, before we move on from you know the horrifying election. Um, I do want to make one quick little uh, side note. Between our previous episode and this episode, I... We had an election. We had, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But before the election, I flee... We had I, another election. I, I, I dis- oh, yeah, that's right. I... What's the word here? Um, escaped to Disney World. Turned fucking tail and Turned fled. fucking tail and went to yeah. Disney World over Halloween. And so yeah, I, I, I saw Christmas creep in action, guys, and I have to report on it. Okay, okay. Okay. So we were there on, at Disney World on, like, the two days before Halloween and then through, like, the next three or four days. We came back last uh, Saturday. So Halloween night, we couldn't go to the parks because the park was having, like, their special uh, Halloween trick-or-treat party and you had to have special tickets to get into that. Okay. So by, like, five o'clock, they kicked us out of the park. Damn, that's So we harsh. went back to our hotel. Where everybody who didn't get tickets to the the Halloween party just hung around the hotel in their Halloween costumes. And when I say everybody, I mean kids. Oh, so they okay. had like a little a parade of of kids in Halloween costumes around the the the, uh, the resort area. That sounds fucking adorable. It was kind of adorable. There were lots of uh, uh, Star Wars Episode Seven Rays and Kylo Rens and stuff. Oh, that's good. Yeah, um, I figured there'd be like three hundred Elsas still. There were. There were. Yeah. And there were a, f- a couple of uh, Suicide Squad Harley Quinns. Oh, okay. Oh, gross. That, that's kind of a weird costume for a kid. Yeah. Yeah. 
don't know how I feel about that I'm, one. I wasn't I wasn't crazy about it, but like, what are you gonna say? Right. Um, yeah. Say, so, hey, parents, good job sexualizing your preteen. Yeah, yeah. Good job ruining your kids early. <laughs> but um, the, so the like, oh, I thought they canceled. Here comes Honey Boo Boo. That I that I noticed was that in the gift shop of our resort, eight p.m. Halloween night, there was Banksy. Yes, they had <laughs> already wiped all of the the Halloween decorations and merchandise out of the gift shop. Holy put it into like shit. one tiny little half of a corner with like, you know, half off, except nothing's ever half off at Disney World. Right. And in its place was a metric ton of just Christmas shit on oh my sale. God. And then a friend of mine. That goddamn Jack Skellington. A friend of mine who who actually works down there took a picture of like the day after Halloween, November 1st. Of like, his him next to one of the streetlights in Main Street on, on the Magic Kingdom, where once it was a Mickey Mouse shaped uh, jack o' lantern on November first, eight a.m. It was a Christmas wreath. Jesus, they're like a well oiled machine down oh, there. Oh yeah, they, it's like a, like a thief in the night. Halloween was just fucking gone. <laughs> hey, can you afford to introduce me to Winnie the Pooh? Probably. Okay. You are Winnie the Pooh. Well, no, I got a plan here. Like, okay, so Pooh lives under the name Mister Sanders. Mm-hmm. I am pretty sure that Mr. Sanders is Bernie Sanders. And if I meet Pooh... <laughs> I always thought it was Colonel Sanders. He'll introduce me to Bernie Sanders. Or Colonel Sanders. Either one. I'll take either one. We already kind of have Colonel Sanders like running the comp- the country. Or, well, about to. Not yet. I would... I would... This is kind of goes without saying. I would vote for a, a revolving door of SNL actors playing Colonel Sanders for president. Then I would vote for... You know, yeah, that's true, Mister Poopy Butthole. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> which thanks to thank you, Rick and Morty, is now what I'm going to have to start calling him, Mister Dump. Yeah, President Dump, Baby Hands. Oh um, shit! <laughs> but yeah, Disney World was on point with their uh, Christmas creep. Like November first, everything was was already set in stone, and like Halloween was gone. Well, I'm glad that you were able to have like one nice last hurrah before you came back for the terror. I yeah, I I f- tell you the truth, I was frankly not expecting any of this shit. We, I don't think anyone, nobody was. We weren't, and we were totally stupid not to, but we weren't. If I, I mean, could go back in time, literally like a week and a half, I would tell myself, "Hey, book four more days. You're going to fucking need it." Yeah. I mean, can we get politics creep for a second here? Yeah. I'll just kind of explain what happened and put my goddamn political science degree to use for once in my shitty fucking life. Um, it's true. Basically, you know, whenever anyone yells about, oh, "I'm an insider," get rid of those Beltway insiders. Like that's literally what happened this year. Like a bunch of. Poor white people in like the Great Lakes areas got sick and fucking tired of the Beltway Insider. I mean, rightfully so, because they spent the last Republican Democrats spent the last however many years just shitting on them, just being like, you know, ah, we'll ship these jobs overseas. Mine's safe. I'm a consultant for a lobbying firm, mm. and they had enough of it. And basically, they there are some people who voted for Trump or because they're straight up racist or sexist, xenophobic, whatever bigots. Oh yeah, I would like to add that the KKK, like the literal KKK in our state, is organizing a parade for oh, next month. But they won't tell anyone where it is. No. Yeah, but I, I mean that is a real thing that's happening. It's not like a rumor. Probably gonna be like fucking Matt Forney's alt right party that had seven people show up to it. Five of them were the ones who organized it. It's probably gonna be close to where we live because there's a big presence in our in near where we live. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah, that, that town. Uh, a little bit yeah. south yeah, a little bit, of here. Yeah, a little bit south of where we are. Yep. That place sucks. Oh, baby. And uh, anyway, but then all, like you have some people who were just basically rejected Hillary because right, 
I mean, I'm not saying they rightfully reject her. I'm saying the thought that Hillary represents all of that, like, neoliberal Beltway insider feel-good, like, circle jerk bullshit is totally, totally true. It's just they decide that the way to reject that is to go with the guy appealing to bigots. Not necessarily meaning that they're bigots, but it does mean that they're totally fucking cool with bigotry. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's literally Daffy Duck going consequences, consequences, as long as I'm rich. That's why I went kind of nuclear on Facebook and definitely just decided to burn some bridges with people. And I I know a lot of people are thinking that that stance is very childish, but I'm like, no, because if you really are okay with that kind of stuff, then you're not my friend. You know, that's fine. That's cool. I have to say, I'm not too worried about Trump himself because, I mean, we've had plenty of years to see that he's the kind of guy who will just say whatever the fuck will get him on TV. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he has no qualms about, like, never, like, packing any of his words yeah. up in action. And, and like, when, it, when, you, when you come right down to it, Trump is still a very much a New York City kind of cosmopolitan guy. Oh, like, uh, he, how, yeah. How, how right-wing can he possibly be? I mean, he was, I mean, no joke, I, I was reading an article before he started, he, like, was asked straight up about, like, HB2, and he just said, like, who gives a shit what bathroom people yeah. uses? Yeah. And, um, but, but yeah, my I'm, problem is not so much with the, I mean, the man himself is pretty shitty, no, but. The, the problem is, I know what's going to happen. He's, cause he's, he's not a politician, really. No. He's, he's a game show host, basically. Literally, actually, in this case. Wow. But he's going to get all those fucking politicians who are just the idiots in the clown car who got defeated earlier. That's going to be the fucking cabinet. We're going to have yeah. assholes like Ben Carson and the Zodiac Killer in the fucking cabinet really actually running policy. And that's the fucking frightening thing. And his his own vice president who believes in conversion therapy for yeah. gay people, which is completely fucked up and dangerous. And, the worst, and the worst case scenario, which is actually like the most likely case scenario, is that, you know, if Trump gets convicted of something in the next like two months, guess what? We're stuck with a President Pence. Yeah. And with with a President Pence and a completely Republican, you know, legislature. Yeah, and right, good job, guys. And I mean, some conservative justices uh-huh. to boot. The only, I mean, if if you are not of the conservative bent, here's what I can tell you to like take away from this. Democrats still have a still have a big enough big enough minority to obstruct everything and anything in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Whether they will or not is a good question because Democrats are pretty notorious for being the most like spineless chicken shit assholes ever. In it's probably it's and probably a good idea to encourage people to actually write their senators and their representatives. Um, and, I have a like, friend of mine very, in New York. Very involved. He in called the, uh, and talked directly to both of his senators and told them you you need to obstruct anything and everything. Yeah, get, I mean, you know, get very involved in your political process. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a chance that is is, is it McConnell still in charge? I don't fucking care. Whoever's still in charge of the Senate. Could actually like go nuclear and get rid of the Philip, like the the automatic filibuster. Oh, yeah. There's a chance they could, but that's like that is the most scorched idea possible because they know the pendulum is going to swing back and it's going to swing back fucking hard. Oh, yeah. yeah, and they want vote. that op- they want that option there for themselves in a few years. 2018 vote everybody. Yeah, that this isn't that's another thing to take away from this. Um, whatever party's in the White House always gets like destroyed in midterm elections because. I mean, I'm not saying the average person is stupid. I'm not. I'm not saying that's true or that's false. I'm not saying that. It's not that people are stupid. It's that no, a no, lot it of, is. It is. Well, it's, yeah, a person is not stupid. People are stupid. Yeah. Thanks, men in black. It's, yeah, exactly. That's I mean, true. it's true though. Like, you, the more people you get in a group, the stupider shit they'll do. Yeah. And, well, and a, but a lot of people too just don't 
like do their due di- due diligence with stuff. They that, don't that, really research. They the you though. know Pl- plenty of people out there are one are one issue voters, and mm-hmm. that's kind of why we're in the position we're in now. Yeah, I mean, what's going to happen is people are going to realize that Trump's not going to magically bring back the fucking manufacturing jobs that don't exist anymore, yeah. and they're going to be like, "What the fuck?" and they're going to vote Democrat again. Yeah, the the yeah. Rust Belt is not going to change no matter how much he says it's going to. And that's, I mean, the, a lot of people in the Rust Belt who voted for Trump, they're the people who voted for Obama in 08. For mm-hmm. the same reason Obama was basically a political outsider. He'd only been watching it for two years. And that's what's going to happen is... Um, how old is Elizabeth Warren? I mean, she's old enough to run. Well, old. no, I'm saying is she too old, though? Like, is she going to be like... I don't think yeah. she's Hillary old, but the, I don't... Is she, like, going to be the elderly The problem is, in, is that for years? Warren to run, that would mean the Democrats would have to learn a goddamn thing from the past year, and they probably won't. Well, that's... Uh, again, stay in contact with your representatives, with your senators, and, you know, fucking get out there and participate i mean i I said this before i think what we really need to do is start up like a super senator program at like some like secret black site and just clone joe biden a hundred times oh that would be so good like that's what we need right now is we need a hundred joe biden's in the senate you you can see it like on joe but you could see it on joe biden's face like every day for the last year like he wishes he would have run yeah because you know he probably would have he probably i i get the feeling that he's going to it that that was one of the he he's not too old, but okay. the thing is, is he's not, he's not Trump old. Okay. <laughs> the thing the thing is, like this year, like I mean, this is what did Hillary in too. Like everyone, including herself, viewed her as not like a candidate, but as an inevitability. Right. right. Yeah. And and, and again, why, that's that's why we were stupid to just like yeah. And that's why instead of campaigning like a real campaign, she had like fucking sensual <laughs> pantsuit rap songs. And Jesus Christ! Got I off was wrong bullshit. on two counts, guys. Uh, oh, no. Fact checking here: Joe Biden is older than Donald Trump. Elizabeth Warren is two years younger than Hillary. Okay, I was gonna say, like, how old are they gonna be when in four years? I mean, you know what? Fuck but it. You know what? Let's... Joe Biden is fucking spry. I don't. I don't doubt him. For Elizabeth a Warren is too. Like, I thought she would have been a bit younger than that. Well, I mean, you know who is pretty young still? Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. Rock so... Sock twenty twenty. Vote for Dwayne Johnson McFoley. You know, yeah, and shit. Honestly, sincerely, genuinely. A, I think The Rock is a charismatic person, enough person to actually win the presidency. I mean, this year proved you don't have to have any fucking experience at all to win the presidency. Oh, you no. have a, you how how like, do you think he leans politically, though? That's that's important. I have, I have a feeling... It doesn't matter how he leans politically. Thank you. I'm just wondering if he's like actually like a cool as cool of a dude as he seems like he is. I, see, I have a feeling... and I, I mean, I could go look this up probably pretty quickly, but I have a feeling The Rock is a pretty moderate centrist kind of guy because i know i mean to get where he's gotten he did not rock the boat a fucking bit you know <laughs> he didn't I mean, rock the boat exactly sorry he's rocked the vote probably a ton of times <laughs> but he's never rocked the boat politically on anything he is a straight down the middle kind of guy and after after the left the eight eight years of right wing eight years of left wing and god willing and the creek don't rise uh, let me just stop you there years, and say obama was not left wing but okay well, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> After eight years of Bush and eight years of Obama and hopefully only a couple of four years of Trump, maybe down the middle is what we need right now. Maybe. And um, you know what? I'm going to say it. I think not that I wouldn't vote for The Rock, but I think the country is dumb enough to vote for The Rock unanimously. I Everybody mean, would vote for The Rock. D- depending on what he said, I'd fucking vote for him. It doesn't. 
<laughs> People's president. I, I yeah. one one last thing to add. Wait, though. no, that's too communist. You can't do one, that. One last thing to add, though. Twenty twenty eight. Kyle Massey will be able to run for president. Let's put Corey in the house again. <laughs> what if he runs with like Cory Booker? Cory and Cory? No. What if he's and, gonna run with Raven Simone? And Cory's and, and, and in the house. By that time, two thousands nostalgia. That's so will vice be presidential. Full fucking force. Oh Jesus. It's going to happen. And by that time, too, we'll probably have lost most of the baby boomers, which I don't want to think too much about, but that's kind of part of the problem. Yeah, just like from a personal standpoint, like, yeah. But but in a general sense, yeah. Yeah. VH1, I'm, I'm pretty sure VH1 already did the whole I Love the Aughts show. Oh, yeah. They did. And I wonder if they had a segment on I Love the 80s and the I Love the Aughts show. I don't know. That's a good question. Because it's the right time period. And yeah. that's Mike Lee in black, but I don't want to talk to him. I don't blame you. He'd probably just tell you you're being an idiot and then block you. That's kind of what he does on Twitter. When he's not um, writing books with Meghan McCain, the fucking shill. <laughs> the fuck? Anyway, guys. Um, so, yeah. Politics is horse shit right now. So, we're, we are making an executive decision on this To podcast. ignore your fucking vote. Yes. We're, this is an executive order that we're last, signing right now. Last episode, we put the vote to you. What of, th- what of three choices should we watch for our next episode? And... Obviously, and, you guys can't be trusted to vote. That and, goes yeah, for you in, guys anywhere. In true American fashion, we ignored the people's choice. No, and in true American fashion, we had a fucking tie. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, we it was it was it came down to between a very Harold and Kumar Christmas, which got um, two votes, twenty percent of the vote. Okay, there were ten votes total. Let's be honest here. There were ten votes total. We got two votes. Uh, Christmas Vacation Two, Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure had four votes. Oh boy, and Santa Buddies. Improbably only had four votes. I voted for Santa Buddies. I don't think Karen we, voted. We, I didn't. I'm sorry. We almost wait, did. Wait, Sam. wait, 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 wait. Hang on. So, are you telling me that of the ten votes accrued from this poll, twenty percent of the votes came from hosts on this podcast? Wait. So you guys were like fucking putting your finger on the scale? Yeah. As, as soon mean, as I hit the tweet button, I voted, man. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, fucking... I, I, I assume Donald Trump voted for himself for president. Yeah. He made sure his fucking wife did, too, dude. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> and his son did, too. Did you see that? Oh, he did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, there, there were, like, then, pictures of him side by side. I'm pretty sure I could beat up Eric Trump, even with my fucking bad oh, back Oh, he looks right like now. a big baby. <laughs> but anyway, so it came down to Christmas Vacation 2 and Santa Buddies. They were both tied. We said, hey, let's just do Christmas Vacation 2, and then this shit happened. So we're making an exec- we are making an executive decision. And going back in time for nostalgia's sake to when shit wasn't fucked. Yes. And we're going, because <laughs> I we, mean, need a, we need a little, a little bit of Christmas right this very minute. Let's be honest, shit was still fucked. Ronald Reagan was the president. And we- No, are, this was, this was the Bush years. Barely. Oh shit, it was. That's right. Yeah. We're discussing, we're discussing. <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation from 1989, one of the Christmas classics, one of the sacred cows that we kind of promised ourselves we would never touch. We kind of need to touch something beautiful tonight. Hip hip hooray for Christmas Vacation. Yes, 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 God, yes, I love this yes. fucking movie. I mean, it, are we going to let this movie get higher than Pee Wee and Die Hard? It, it, it's going to get as up there. high as Pee Wee at least probably. Um, I, I I feel like we don't need to to comb through the plot 
very particularly. Yeah, it's, it, there's not really a lot of plot in this movie. It's it's frankly. it's a it, it is kind of like a series of like vignette. Type yeah, things. I was about to say that too. It yeah, is, it really is. Clark Griswold. It, it, You've seen Christmas Vacation. It's one of those, the three or four Christmas movies they play on TV every year, all the fucking time. Like, depending on how cool your family is, your Christmas is either, if not Christmas until I watch Christmas Vacation, slash Christmas Story, slash It's a Wonderful Life. Slash Die Hard, slash Elf. That's that's basically it. Yeah. Christmas Vacation, A Christmas Story, Home Alone, Die Hard, Elf. The five... Facta? <laughs> what is the it? Five, even? That, yeah, that's, what if, that's what? a Larry Miller thing. Um... <laughs> The, the five pillars. Of if you add it's a wonderful life, it's six of them. We call it the sex party. Christmas. What? Add it back. Add it's a wonderful life back in there. Six of them. We call it the sex party. The sex party. Okay. No, you you did have the wonderful. It's a wonderful life. No. Well, no. I mean, okay, we got to take Die Hard out of there then. No, I thought there were only five. Home Alone, Christmas Vacation. Oh, I missed Home Alone. It's Die Hard. A, it's a Wonderful Life. Die Hard and a Christmas Story. An Elf. An Elf. Elf. Yeah. Christmas Story twice. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay. Christmas Story two. Oh, dear, no. No. I was just thinking about the movie the other day, actually. Uh, like, I was just recalling it for some reason. Why? It popped into my head. <laughs> I started thinking it about it. It popped in there, didn't yeah, it? That's it was why just I like... have this, so I don't remember things. <laughs> so, um, in the... For those of you at home, I was talking about beer. In the hilariously unlikely event that you have not seen Christmas Vacation... Uh, just wait a couple of days. It'll be on TV. Uh, I mean, let's let's burn through it real quick. Well, yeah, um, I mean, it's more you have to know about how the characters are than anything. If you've seen Vacation, you know Chevy Chase plays Clark Griswold, who is obsessed with his childhood. Basically, yeah, he wants to be the perfect dad in all aspects. And he, basically, like because Vacation was about having the perfect family road trip vacation to Disney World, Disneyland, basically yeah. to Wally World, mm-hmm. and it also had uh, Beverly D'Angelo naked in the shower. Yes, as his wife Ellen. Um, the, the joke, the ultimate... There were scenes where she had clothes on, too, I think. Well, yeah, a couple. <laughs> uh, the ultimate joke of, of the of the vacation series is that, uh... Their son and daughter. Yeah, Clark and Ellen have two kids, and they keep recasting the kids to, hilar- to hilarious effects. <laughs> Not really. Which, that started out as just a thing where Anthony Michael Hall was in the first one, and then by the time the second one rolls around, I'm pretty sure he was in... He had uh, been in like Breakfast Club. No, no, he was on uh, S- he was on SNL specifically. He was, yeah, he was on oh, the, okay. the legendarily terrible se- season of Saturday Night Live. I didn't realize he was on SNL. There was one season of Saturday Night Live. I think it was like in '85. It was they it was, they got rid of basically everybody and brought on Anthony yeah, was, Michael Hall, um, Randy Quaid. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. What? Um, like literally the only person from the season who survived was Eddie Murphy. I think no, John Lovitz. John Lovitz? It, it was, was John Lovitz. Well, it was Eddie Murphy too, wasn't it? Or? No, Eddie Murphy was gone by that point. Okay, but and, yeah, basically, it was like, I think in 80, um, Lorne Michaels left and was replaced with Dick Ebersole, maybe? Yeah. And then he left in 84, and then 85 was like Gene Dorman or something like that, something like that. Mm-hmm. and that lasted one fucking season, and then, then, and then Lorne came back and cleaned fucking house. Yeah. Damn. And this, the, the 1985 season of SNL ends with... All of the cast members dying in a fire, and then Lorne Michaels pulling John Lovitz out of the fire. Holy and John shit! John Lovitz is the only actor who returns for the next. Are season. you? Are you serious? Like that's yes. That wow. Is, that is literally that's how the season ends. Oh my god! <laughs> how could you agree to that as a fucking actor? Jesus. I mean, I guess it's a contract. I, Robert Downey Jr. turned out okay. Well, yeah, that's true. 
Anthony Michael Hall, not so much. <laughs> oh, no, he's doing other stuff. Well, he's kind of a wiener in like the movies I've seen him in. Remember, remember no, when he, he was in, he was on the Dead Zone, wasn't he in yeah. Dark Knight? I think. Yeah, remember when Anthony Michael Hall was it had a character in the Dark Knight, and everyone assumed he was going to play the Riddler in the sequel. I didn't realize he was he was in the Dark Knight. He, was, he plays like a news anchor. Oh, okay, I missed that. And that, that the Joker really fucks with, and everyone just assumed like, oh, the Joker's going to fuck with him, and he's going to go crazy, and he's going to turn into the Riddler. And I don't that never happen because that's how Batman works. I I don't know what he looks like as an adult. He's like perpetually like a fifteen year old in my head. He uh, he looks he looks like a linebacker. He looks like John Elway. Okay, basically, yeah. But anyway, yeah, uh, Clark's kids always get recast. And uh, in Christmas Vacation, it's Juliet Lewis and what's his what's his fuck Johnny, Johnny Galecki. Thank you. It's the boyfriend from Roseanne. What what the was name of Roseanne? Huh? Gerald. I don't know. Darlene's boyfriend of Roseanne is Johnny Galecki. Yeah. Yeah. What is, what the fuck was his character's name though? I don't, I don't know. know. Is it David? No clue. It was Leonard. It was Lenny. <laughs> hey, side note, guys. Did you guys know they're making a a prequel series to The Big Bang Theory? Oh, no, please. <laughs> you thought the world was going to end, didn't you? Nope, we're going to have to watch the prequel series to The Big Bang Theory. Oh, what, is what's, what's worse, Trump for president or Big Bang Theory prequel? <laughs> That's a really hard call. Do I have to say it? <laughs> you you mean, can leave if, everyone in suspense. I mean, if, I mean if, no if, one's going to impeach a Big Bang Theory prequel. <laughs> We can hope that the sweet meteor of death, since it didn't win president, actually hits the Big Bang Theory prequel instead. That's true. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, also, I'm kind of like, I think I've seen the Big Bang Theory prequel before. It was called Freaks and Geeks. More or less. So. Though, though oddly enough, the press release I read for the Big Bang Theory prequel uh, said that it was going to be geared very similarly to Malcolm in the Middle. Freaks and Geeks was actually good, though, John. I know, but it's it's... Nerds in the 80s. I mean, that's what fucking Big Bang Theory is going to be. No, mm-hmm. oh, Jesus. Nerds in the... Yeah, basically. Christ. They're in the 30s. What, oh, who gives a shit? Nerds in the late 80s, so... Who gives a shit? We're talking about Christmas Vacation. Anyway, <laughs> so the main plot, if you can say there is one, is that Clark goes, Clark Griswold wants to give his family the 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 uh, old-fashioned family Christmas Spe- that he wait, wait, wait. as a kid. Speaking of who the fuck is this show for, Sex in the City had like a marketed towards teens prequel on the cw called the carrie diaries it did yeah oh yeah i remember that god like it had that girl from the witch mountain movie in it no i'm just i'm just still baffled like let's take the show about like the show that made fucking a thing that's cool to talk about mm-hmm. and make a kid-friendly sequel to it prequel to it yeah because they can't just make a, a show called gossip girl 2 that's true they have to base it on something. Oh it my can't God. be Gossip Girl. Dude, I watched the shit out of Gossip Girl. I love that show. <laughs> Just the thing about me that you need to know. Well, I mean, no, they, you can do that. I mean, back in the late 80s, they made Parker Lewis Can't Lose because they couldn't get the rights to Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and then they made a Ferris Bueller TV show anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Christmas Vacation, guys. Yeah. 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 So it starts out there on the road no. training it. What's we're, it? We're not. We're not gonna crawl yeah, through no, the block. No, let's, let's do it. They're on the road to get the f- perfect Christmas tree. They wacky is wacky is wacky. They just cut. They just dig a fucking tree out of the forest. Yeah. And then he Clark's big thing is not only is he have the perfect family Christmas, he's inviting his parents, Ellen's parents, but also he's depending on his Christmas bonus to get a pool. Yes, and he, that, that's his big present for his family that year is the pool, and, right? And he needs the Christmas bonus to get it. And his boss is Brian Doyle Murray, who also was in. 
vacation, but if you remember vacation, you were like, I thought that was Bill Murray. No, that was Brian Doyle Murray. He just aged 30 years in like the span of like four years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's side note here, it's staggering to watch vacation and Christmas vacation and realize they're like five years apart. Yeah. Because they look like two, from two completely different worlds. Yeah. Just the way that movie making changed in six years. That's the like, 80s. Christmas vacation still looks like a pretty modern movie. Yeah. But vacation Ish. is fucking old i mean yeah to me christmas vacation looks like it was made like the week after tommy boy or something like that it has it feels like a 90s movie vacation it, it very much does vacation is like vacation is like 80s totally like yeah and and i know the the, the, the true correct answer to this is like differences in film stock development and camera yeah. production like i don't know any of that but i just know that it happened and you can tell right <laughs> don't you know that though you have a film degree i studied <laughs> theory not practice oh okay <laughs> i see Oh boy, I but, I got the most useless degree. <laughs> oh no, I did. <laughs> oh, there's no laughter because it's not a fucking joke. Because it's not funny. No, uh, one, but, no, no I do want to. I do want to kind of go through the plot a little bit because we, there are some weird things to talk about with it, like the fact that we see the advent calendar and like Clark's family shows up on like the twelfth. Yeah, and they're just there for the rest of the movie. The movie ends on Christmas Eve at night. But, like, the family is just there for three fucking weeks. I mean... Basically. Well, it's not three weeks. It's, like, 13 days. They're gonna, But they're going to stay afterwards. You know, for, you know that for fucking sure. They're probably well, staying until New Year's. Cousin Eddie's going to stay oh, for, like, yeah. a month. Yeah. He's going to stretch that out as long as he can. Oh. By the way, Cousin Eddie's back. Yeah. Fucking Randy Quaid. He shows up as a surprise halfway through the movie. Yes. Um, uh, I don't want to talk about the fucking animated intro to this movie, though. It's amazing. Yeah, okay. The very, very, super, very beginning of the movie is an animated short. Go ahead. It's it's just Santa doing pratfalls, but yeah. it's it's I I would watch an entire movie like this, and it would be pretty damn good. Probably, I bet you could search for it on like YouTube and probably find something like just just search. I mean, eighties movies. There are a lot of eighties comedies that are big on like animated intros, like Better Off Dead. Yeah. I think was one. Yeah, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids had one. I I think unequivocally, uh, this is the best one though. It's the well, yeah. It's the mm. one everyone remembers. The song's very catchy. It's it's the best. Yeah. The, yeah. the thing that I did, I blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what saddens me about the theme song is that like when you turn on the radio at Christmas time and like whatever soft rock station you have plays just nothing but Christmas tunes, mm-hmm. you never hear that theme song. But it's a really good song. Yeah, why don't they play it? Actually, that would be a good a good one to play. Because if it's not Bing Crosby or Trans Siberian Orchestra, who gives a shit? <laughs> That's the real answer. What if you did a mashup of Bing Crosby with Trans Siberian Orchestra? With Skrillex. Well, I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the the first scene when you when you know they go out it's the middle of nowhere to dig up a Christmas tree, it's sort of it's Clark Griswold in a nutshell because he can't see, you know, two steps in front of his own face to to you know, get the like, big picture. Yeah, they have doing. they have no idea where they're actually going. They're just going out to find the perfect tree. Yeah, and he didn't even bring a fucking like. They decide not to go to a lot. They decide to go out in the forest and chop one down because that's what you do in a real family Christmas. Yeah, and he didn't even bring a fucking saw or an axe. No, they only they they got to the tree and then he did he realized we don't have a shovel or an axe or anything. So they just ripped it out of the he ground. Ripped it out of the ground with his bare hands. But that that kind of is a good indication of his mindset, though, of, like, it can't just be, like, a nice, happy family Christmas. It has to be an old-fashioned, like, log fucking cabin family Christmas. Right. Like, he never had himself, because right. he grew up in the 50s, not the 1850s. Mm-hmm. Yes. But even then, like, you, you kind of get the sense that he... 
he didn't decide to go out in the middle of nowhere and dig up a Christmas tree until that morning. Like, you can tell he did not plan any of this. Yeah. Right. He woke up that morning and said, we're buying it. We're getting a Christmas tree. Yeah, they were probably planning on going out to get a Christmas tree anyway. And then he decided on the way. They're like, no, we're not going to the lots. That's for, like, chumps. We're going to go get our own new old – we're going to go get our own old-fashioned tree. Yeah, because yes. even the kids don't know where they're going. They're just driving. <laughs> um, the kid, Yeah, Audrey thinks they're going to the mall. Um, and then they wind up crashing their car into the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, and then – the, he takes the tree back home. We meet the annoying neighbors who are Todd and Margot, Julia Louis Dreyfus, and I couldn't bother to fucking care. Some guy. Yeah. yeah. She's the only one that matters. Mm-hmm. Let's just say eh, it was Judge Reinhold. Okay. <laughs> it's not, but it, it was. Uh, but yeah, they are basically your. It secure... really. I'm really annoyed that it's not Rob Lowe because it looks like Rob Lowe from Wayne's World. It really does. Yeah. The, the, the slick back. It's it's the it's the same sort of vibe. Like it's, it's they're a, they're like guy. they're like sleazy yuppies. Sleazy nineties yuppies. Yeah. And. They just don't get along, and um, yeah, then the family shows up, and the Ellen's mom is, uh, is it Doris Roberts? Mm-hmm. Off mm-hmm. of Everyone Likes Raymond. Yep. Everyone, everyone, everyone kind of likes Raymond. <laughs> no. Everyone's, everyone's just okay towards Raymond. Uh, most people are okay with Raymond. <laughs> that, okay. okay, that guy across the street, he hates Raymond, but everybody else loves Raymond. I don't love Raymond. <laughs> the mailman dislikes Raymond. <laughs> At the same time, Raymond is a helpful, hateful fucking bigot devoted Trump, and he doesn't like anyone else. God damn it. Why did you have to do that? <laughs> okay, so then, yeah, we go through, like, some, some like, different, like, vignettes and different jokes. Like, he's... Oddly enough, he, Clark Griswold loves Raymond. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, it includes Clark putting lights on the house where he's... Puts like I think he said two hundred and fifty thousand or maybe five hundred thousand bulbs on the house. Two hundred fifty thousand, yes. I think. It's one per square inch, basically. Yeah. Of the house. To the point where the city turns on their like nuclear auxiliary generator to power the rest of the city after his house it's uses the all one of it. house. Nobody else's house in the entire city has Christmas lights. Right. So you get the sense that Clark Griswold is either super early about this, even though it's like the middle of December, or if they made this movie today. This it would take place like November ten. It would take place today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Christmas lights would have been up already. Yeah, Halloween would have been the first scene of this movie. <laughs> it would have been like when you went to Disney. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Clark, Clark is super fucking all in on Halloween trick or treaters and whatnot. He's dressed up as a ghost and he's handing out candy. But like five a.m. November first, whoop, Christmas lights <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> the kids wake up like, "What, Dad? What the fuck?" Yeah. Um, then uh, Clark gets locked in the attic at one point, and while to past time he watches some of his old Christmas movies, and there's a really sappy song, which, if that's not Randy Newman, I would be surprised, because it's totally Randy Newman, like, just face value. Christmas stuff is happening on screen. Like, okay, if you've seen <laughs> South Park, the Christmas episode, where they sing that song about how it's Christmas time, where you hear that Christmas happens once a year, mm-hmm. it's that song, but unironic. Right. But and anyway, what then, about Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh? Yeah, that too. I like that one. That one gets stuck in my head a lot. It gets stuck in your head a lot. What? Pooh gets stuck in your head yeah, a lot. It does. I'm always thinking oh, about boy. it. Yeah, but then at the Christmas lights, that Eddie... spirit of Christmas was performed by Ray Charles. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I knew it wasn't fucking Randy Newman. Close I know, enough. but just the whole like on like really on the nose lyrics of it just reminds me of like a, a Randy Newman yeah, song. It does. But yeah, then Eddie shows up at the Christmas light scene, and one of the jokes with that is that the the two kids are completely different from the last movie, but it's 
Eddie has even more kids, though. Yeah, it's not that they just recast him like Audrey and, and Rusty. It's just two completely different kids. Right, they had, like, two younger ones. And I, I looked it up, and I, I think I think the two kids in the first Vacation movie are the same ones that they show in Vegas Vacation, but different actors. Maybe I'm not sure. I think. Vegas Vacation is a weird anomaly, because it's like, who gives a shit about because Vegas Because A, it's garbage. <laughs> and, and B, it's like, no, I, I'm good with vacation christmas vacation and if i'm feeling saucy and need to see a version of vacation that has even more titties in it european vacation Mm -hmm. the only saving grace of vegas vacation and i can't believe i'm saying this is randy quaid oh wow because yeah cousin eddie comes back and his whole family is like living on a they're like a bomb ranger aren't they yeah they're living on like on the outskirts of a nuclear testing site jesus (laughs) on on, like in like you know they're they're basically on like fucking groom lake yeah yeah exactly and uh, he just kind of wanders into the casino one night because he hears Clark Griswold is there. And so, so then Randy Quaid goes from that movie into uh, Independence oh, Day. God, no, I, I do remember one scene actually like from Vegas Vacation where I think it's it must be Eddie takes him to like the low stakes casino. Yeah, and there's just like how many figures the game's like how many fingers am I holding up behind my back and shit like that. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Clark really studies the guy. And he's like. No, no, no! It's guess the number. Oh yeah, it's guess. The, he's like really studying the guy, and the guy's just like crossed arm, just giving him the look. Mm-hmm. And Clark's like mm, two, and the guy just goes eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. So then Eddie has yeah, he has his two kids and a dog. Snots. Snot. Oh god, that dog is gross. The dog is gross, but that dog is still really fucking cute, though. He is. Apparently, he's, like, super well hung, too. Yeah. Which <laughs> is a joke that I did not... I, I, I misinterpreted, because I thought that when he said that the dog has a, a huge set, I thought he meant, like, like teats. <laughs> no, yeah, but the, yeah, he's got big-ass the balls. Yeah, and yeah, then, I get that now. And there's a scene of Ellen just, like, surreptitiously looking like... Oh, yeah, she, she's, she's, like, looking down. Spying on snots. <laughs> What's going on down here? Let's ch- check out snots. <laughs> get an eyeful. Then, I don't yeah. think I want to get an eyeful of anyone called snots. But then, yeah, then you know how the, kind of the, what's going to happen. All the family there, even family they don't, they don't exactly expect or want to be there. It's just tensions build, like like anyone's house at Christmas Thanksgiving. When you realize we don't have room for any of these fucking people, why are they here? Mm-hmm. It it is the Christmas movie that every Christmas movie that comes out once a year is based on. Is based on. Like there, there's a Christmas Merry movie. Fr- Christmas wanted to be this movie. Merry freaking Christmas wanted to be this movie. There's a movie. Uh, Christmas with the cranks. Cranks definitely. Oh, oh Christmas me. shoes wanted to be this movie. <laughs> Christmas shoes wanted to be, and they had, had uh, Rob Lowe in it. Christmas shoes wishes it were any movie besides Christmas shoes. <laughs> Christmas shoes wishes it were actually a movie. Christmas shoes wishes it were entertainment. <laughs> it was so bad. It's not even a movie. Yeah, I mean, Shoes it's, it's is a, just a fucking dump. It's a movie based on a song based on an email. Yeah. 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 Okay, so they, the, the back half of the movie, Clark and Ellen find out that, that his cousin Eddie is not going to give his kids anything for Christmas. Because he just doesn't have the fucking money. Like, yeah, because, he, he, they, the, he told them that he borrowed the Winnebago from a friend. No, that's their house. They live in it. And they coasted yeah. into town on fumes. Yeah, I mean, Eddie's kind of a joke, but I get, you know, the, the impression is that he's like a fucking veteran that got like a head injury and is just Yeah, no, he, he talks now. about he talks about getting his metal plate taken out at the... at The, the at VA. The, yeah, the, the VA and getting it replaced with a plastic one. Right, so, I mean, and he can't like have a job. Randy Quaid is actually pretty funny in this movie, though, about like his not like... 
He wears a lot of leisure suits. He does, but like does. his his like he is really funny though, because like when Clark tells him about like you know you know because Eddie says he doesn't want to go down the hill on the saucer because he doesn't want to mess up like he because he has a rubber a plastic plate in his head. And, and, but it's under his part. No, no, that's that's what the joke is. But like Clark is just like, oh, I'm not sure you'll be. You'll be you know, yeah. like, what are you gonna hurt, Eddie? Yeah, like it's, it's like it's a snark ass really thing. Like, he Clark constantly kind of gives Eddie the side eye and just like wishes him harm. Yeah, and Eddie is just Eddie because Clark's like, what are you gonna harm if you do that, Eddie? And Eddie's like, well, I mean, that's right over my part, and my hair won't sit straight if I dress it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, so it's, it's actually pretty good. And this is this one of the first movies to prominently feature Walmart? We asked that. When yeah, we. It. There's there's like two scenes where Walmart shows up and like it's 1989 and, and you know back then Walmart's weren't really the center of the universe the way they are now yeah they were just stores yeah we didn't go to Walmart here until I was probably almost a teenager yeah so and but like there's there's you know the scene where Clark goes down the hill super fast on his uh, uh like chemical grade. Yeah, he 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 sled. works in a like for like a food additive company, and like he uses some like I think it's the thing he invented the the like the milk proof coating for flakes. Yeah, the, the yeah the non nutritive cereal varnish. Yes, which is is it's basically a plastic coating for frosted flakes. Right, so so they don't <laughs> get soggy in milk. <laughs> so hang on. there's I don't know if you guys ever read the Perry Bible Fellowship. Uh, yes. Oh God, it's been so long, but I do love it. There was one car- comic where it, it's it's a comic of Captain Crunch and his and his shipmates trying to sail their ship through like the milk sog. Yeah, <laughs> Captain Crunch is like hold, hold, <laughs> hold, and then you know the last panel is just a kid eating <laughs> eating Captain Crunch. <laughs> but I, I just imagine like uh, Clark's invention being a godsend to Captain Crunch <laughs> on on his milk voyage. <laughs> you avoid the soggies. <laughs> God, I, f- I haven't seen that comic in years. Oh, it's a great oh, I used to I'll, love I'll, I'll it. I'll link you guys to it. Clark's I used to varnish love just it, like the fucking Flying Dutchman with Captain Crunch piloting it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so uh, Clark's trip kind of ends with him taking his sled you know, down the hill and across the street into like a... A, a, a Walmart. Like a, a fucking receptacle thing. Yeah, it's like a, a, tra- like a tr- dumpster in front of a Walmart or something. Is, is Maybe it's like a donation box or something. Probably. It's always an army box, yeah. And then right. later on, there's a scene in Walmart where they're, it's not like over-the-top product placement. But, but you can tell they're in a Walmart. Yeah, like there's Walmart brand stuff. And like they're in the pet section. There's tons of Purina logos. And like they go by the toys. And there's Cabbage Patch Kids, like 80s shit like that. They're buying dog food, and it's like Walmart brand dog. Food. It's not great value brand. It's old. It's old Roy. Yeah, it's old Roy. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> buys so much dog food. And there, there's the, the only the great the great little bit of physical comedy where like um, Eddie puts a bunch of dog food on the cart. He puts in like three bags of Purina, three giant bags of Purina, and then Clark like buys a light bulb and puts it on top. And yep. then Eddie puts a gigantic fucking bag of Old Roy on and top like of the light smashes bulb. it. Yeah. The only movie. I mean, I'm obviously not like speaking out of like too much knowledge here because there's definitely more but like the only movie i can remember before this where the product placement was just so like blatant in my mind is cobra like i remember cobra very specifically the scene where at the beginning where he's in like a shootout in a in a uh, convenience yeah. store type thing and it's like pepsi products everywhere. There, there is both pepsi and coke logos everywhere mm-hmm. in that fucking scene mm-hmm. and remember everything christmas with the cranks when he's like fucking in his office eating the diet coke and the yo play, <laughs> and like yeah. yeah wasn't it a dannon something like that it, it was it was oh, God, I, that. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about the, that the kind of the kind of lunch like 
like a, a yoga lady would have like when she's counting calories and like it's fucking Tim Allen doing it. Why the fuck would you want to drink a soda with a yogurt? By the way, that's the kind nasty. Of lunch that Jamie Lee Curtis should be eating, not Tim <laughs> Allen. Yeah, you think Jamie Lee Curtis only eats yogurt because she's in Activia commercials? <laughs> yes. Is that not true? <laughs> she just really wants to be regular. She has okay. some amazing BMs. <laughs> You can set your clock to Jamie Lee Curtis's butt. <laughs> we have to set it back an hour because we just had daylight savings time. Oh my god. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, you can't come out of the bathroom yet. <laughs> <laughs> you need to, No, she needs to hold it for an extra hour. Uh, oh my god. It's like, oh shit, it's spring. Jamie Lee, take these Epsom salts. <laughs> spring out, fall back. I'm imagining someone telling her to fall back like they would like a fucking military battalion or something. But they're really just telling her not to poop? Yeah! (laughs) Oh, fall back! Mm. Oh, Oh, boy, oh, boy. Sorry. Um, But yeah, and then uh, the last family member to show up is family members are... Uncle Lewis and Aunt Bethany. With Aunt Bethany played by May Westall, I think. May Questel, maybe? Not May West. No, no. Her, <laughs> May name, her, name West. Is, her name is like May something or Westall, I think. It's not, it's not May West. It's the woman who did Betty Boop's voice for. Right. It, years. It's not the girl from King Kong. May Questel. Yeah. Okay. You're close. I, yeah. And William Hickey as Lewis, who I, I've seen in a bunch of stuff, and he's just that old. <laughs> the the funny thing to me was in like Clark's flashback scenes, you see like Uncle Lewis in that like probably half an hour before he shows up in the movie. Yeah, like they're, they're setting up those characters, which basically. is a weird detail to have. Yeah, because it, it's not really even a joke; it's just a detail. Yeah, he's just in he's just in that scene. Yeah. Also, William Hickey played the the scien- the mad scientist in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Yeah. So another Christmas creeps connection there for you. Did not know that. Um. But yeah, the, those two show up, and it's it's just like a an ad lib fest because, like you pointed out, yeah, it's, she she's just like, "Don't throw me down, clock." Is Rusty still in the navy? <laughs> and like the presents she gives them are li- a, a wrapped up lime jello mold with cat food in it, and her cat. Yes, yes. And then so there leads to the family dinner scene where, for whatever reason. Beverly D'Angelo is wearing like the most low cut shirt she could possibly find. Well, it's not that it's low cut. I noticed. I saw what it was. It's like a wrap, a wrap shirt. So it like goes one way and then it like wraps her on the other yeah, way. But, but it's like, got like a big like cutout like in the chest. Yeah, and she's, like down to her boobs. Yeah, it, no, it's it's kind of like who who wore it at the like the MTV Awards or whatever. Like the dress like cut down to her navel. It, it didn't go down that far. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer, yeah, it's it's, it's like the J Lo dress except she like pinned it at the top with a brooch again. Right. Yeah. A brooch. Brooch. Whatever. It's a it's a brooch. So yeah, she's wearing a low cut ass shirt. Yeah, it's just a family dinner. And, yeah, and to 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 top off all of the horrible things that have happened to this family so far, I mean, cousin A showing up, Clark's uh, <laughs> family just like the the grandparents hate each other, and the grandparents hate each other. His Christmas light display does not work until it does. Um, and along the way, he keeps accidentally like completely fucking up Todd and Margo's house next yeah, he door. He keeps antagonizing them. I, I kind of yeah, not even acknowledging them really. Yeah. He kind of he kind of sexually uh, uh makes Her- a, makes a makes a weird advance at Margo. Oh, yeah, like the very first. Yeah. It, it, he, he, it's not really an advance. It's, it's just it's, a crude He joke. he says a rude thing to her. But it, it, it's it's just like I, it's just not quite written right because I don't get what he's 
I, I get what he's going for totally, but I don't get why he says that. It, it's it has it's a it's I I I'm gonna say it's just, I'm gonna explain it first. Okay. He has this big ass fucking tree that's not gonna fit in the house, and they're like, "Hey Griswold, where are you gonna put that tree?" And he's like, "Bend over, and I'll show you." And Todd's like, "You got a lot of nerve saying that to me." And he's like, "Oh, I wasn't talking to you." And then and then they all look at Margot. Which I think it's just more. It's one of those things where it's just like you have to have the last comeback where the other guy's just like, oh, I don't right, know it what doesn't matter what you say. You just have to yeah. the guy. Yeah, it, <laughs> as long as the other person's like, I don't know what to say now. You win, right? Yeah, because they're they're just like, okay, <laughs> they just go in. And then uh, the messenger shows up with the Christmas bonus. It's a membership in the Jelly of the Month Club. Yeah, so Clark's been expecting this giant paycheck, and he, it's a gift certificate. He freaks the fuck out. It's the best freak out, probably, of, maybe not of any movie, but definitely in any Christmas movie. It's very, very it's, good. This is a PG movie, right? <clears throat> if, not PG-13? I think it's PG-13. He says a shit a few times. It's no, a I know, racy. I mean, he does say fuck, and because he said he talks about Danny fucking K. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I appreciate sure this was a PG movie, and he it's, got away with it once. It's PG-13. Okay. Because yeah. the, rule, the rule is, if you, remember, if you remember the first five seconds of Be Cool, is you can only say fuck once in a movie, and you can't in a pg-13 movie and it has to be like a, a metaphorical like, not like in a sexual way yeah expletive not a sexual yeah because that, that, that at the beginning of be cool i think i mentioned this before in the podcast the beginning of be cool john travolta's speech about that he says that's fucking stupid or something like that <laughs> and they just blow it right out of the gate yeah and then i watched it on an airplane though on the way to germany and they like <laughs> edited that line it's like oh you ruined the joke why you even have that scene anymore the, the scene was nothing except just to have fu- fuck in the movie and mm. like Oh, you didn't even but, listen to the movie title. You're supposed to be cool. <laughs> but I guess we should point out now: if you're going to watch Christmas Vacation and all this season, or any Christmas season, go ahead and just get yourself a copy of the movie. Because if you watch it on TV, they edit the shit out of it. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's a scene kind of early on where Clark is is in a department store shopping, and he meets this. Uh, like very pretty young lady. I, I would young thing. I would say bizarrely attractive, like shop girl. Yes, yeah. She she she's hot. Like she's yeah, she's a hot, hot she's shop hot. girl. She's super hot, and like he's just like looking at all the lingerie, and then she just shows up, and he has this weird like bro meltdown. <laughs> just weird like fucking just, aphasia going on. He just starts like saying all these making all these boner puns. And like and boob puns because yeah. she's wear- she's also wearing like a really low cut yeah. sweater and so he's like looking at her but cleavage. But on, on the TV cut they cut out like half of that stuff. Yeah. And they really only leave like the sort of the more PG stuff and there's scenes like that like the um the kiss my ass scene they get rid of yeah like the where he's like oh yeah he's, yeah he's like saying merry christmas to all of his bosses like stooges or it's he he's like merry christmas merry christmas merry christmas kiss my ass kiss kiss your ass kiss his ass <laughs> happy hanukkah they, so they is, like is he trying all the kiss my asses and go go straight from merry christmas to happy hanukkah which is is really... he trying to um is he trying to get them to do a human centipede <laughs> it's really weird that they cut out all of them because you you would think in a movie that there's still going to be some swearing in a movie like this. You'd think yeah. they just cut it to one kiss my ass because that's that's what happens sometimes too in like yeah. TV edits is not so much that they said it, but how many times they said it. Right? They'll just shorten. They won't take the joke out. They'll just shorten it. You still get the joke. It's just not as good. Yeah. Uh, but no, they just cut all the asses out. <laughs> if you think ass is a pretty common word nowadays, you know why would they cut all the asses out? Tina Belcher would hate that. <laughs> Actually, she might love that if, if she were on the other end of that. 
she's where they they took all the asses to. <laughs> Look at all these asses. Um, but yeah, like all of the all of the more vulgar humor in this movie, and there's really not a whole lot of it anyway. It's just sort of like angry outbursts and a couple of lewd comments. Yeah, but they. And I've mentioned this before on the show they, that TV has had a tendency lately to really cut down movie Christmas movies that they show kind of regularly just to cram in more commercials. Yeah. So like Christmas Vacation is already like 90 ish minutes, but with all the shit they cut out, it's probably closer to 80. Well, it's fucking commercial as Christmas is now. They have to have a lot of ads to fucking yeah. sell shit. Yeah, that's true. That's thanks a lot, Christmas. Yeah. Um, thanks, Obama. As much as much as we love it. We're, there's a lot of shit we got to sort out, guys. Um, but yeah, the, he has a fucking meltdown, and one of the things he mentions is his his perfect Christmas gifts will be his boss wrapped in a fucking bow on his front door, and that gives Eddie an idea to do literally what Clark said. Yes, he's like Amelia Bedelia. That one. Yep. 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 And yeah, there then there's some stuff with a squirrel and the tree getting burned down and the cat dies. Yeah. The cat dies like well before that because it it chews on an electrical cord. But yeah. But then yeah, then then Eddie comes back with Brian Dolan Murray wrapped up in a bow, and he has a and they all and Clark just kind of gets real with him. And he's like, yeah. you know, you cut out the Christmas bonuses, why? And Brian Dolan Murray is just like, to save money, why else? Yeah, why do you think? And then he realizes, oh, that was a real dick move to do because like it actually like makes people like worse off. Oops. Yeah, and like he, the the real sort of he he gets the real sort of not the true meaning of Christmas moment it's sort of the real talk moment of the movie where you know a business idea looks good until you see how it affects people yeah right and then the SWAT team bursts in because his wife called the cops yeah and and it's one of the, I don't know one of the better scenes of the movie it doesn't really do much it's just kind of fun fun chaos for the sake of chaos yeah um, they're like repelling like down the, the fucking from the second floor and shit they burst into Todd Margo's house because why the fuck not yeah, right why not yeah just because, like, let's let's just pile on to Todd and Margot a little a- bit After Margot had gotten mauled by a squirrel oh, and a dog. dog. And, like, they got, like, partially blind from Clark's Christmas lights, and he destroyed their, like, space-age stereo that looks like a bunch of PlayStation 4s. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Clark essentially destroys their house. By accident. Entirely by accident. And, yeah. Like, and, like, purely, he does not notice or give a shit, even no, if he does notice. No, no. And that's sort of the beauty of Clark Griswold. Yeah. Um... But yeah, by the end of the movie, every, you know, everything's been sorted out. Uh, they it, all sing the national anthem. They all sing the national do. anthem as you do. <laughs> and it's with the more you know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because of Aunt Bethany. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she's senile. Be, because of Christmas Vacation, it is very hard for me not to hear uh, the national anthem and not say play ball at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, that's kind of... I mean, we can't go too much really more... In, that's the end of the movie. We can't go more into detail without just basically explaining all the jokes. Yeah, yeah. More but, or less. I mean, there are a couple of weirder things about it. Like like I said, the fact that like it seems like Clark is home for like four or five days straight and then goes back to work for one day. Yeah, it, like he... His, he must be taking his like Christmas vac- his like leftover vacation days for the year. That's That must be what he's doing. Maybe. I know, I know a lot of companies, like if you don't use up all your vacation days by December 31st, you lose them. Yeah. And I know a lot of people will try to keep as many of their vacation days until the end of the year as they can. Right, yeah. Um, this guy here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, don't, I like having a, a full week between Christmas yeah. and New Year's. Uh, Hell yeah. At my, at my old job, there was one guy who would not use any of his vacation at all the year, and then he would just ghost for the entire month of December. That's, that's kind of the way to do it. Yeah, it really is. 
you save up all year round and then ghost for one month. You either do it in the in the, right. the summer or the And winter. then for like a week or two, you could go somewhere warm and hang out and then come back and have Christmas and New Year's uh-huh. and just be like drunk the whole time. Hmm. Are you talking about our, our future December? Or are you talking about December's past? <laughs> well, if you want my future, forget my past. <laughs> oh my oh. fucking God. <laughs> You gotta get with my friends. That song is about how she's saying, you wanna fuck me, you gotta fuck all my friends, and they have to say you're good at it. That's <laughs> what that song's about. It's true. This is true. <laughs> all true things here on Christmas Creeps. It is known. <laughs> it is known. <laughs> um, I, I saw you throw a fucking Game of Thronesism in your write-up today, by the way. I couldn't help it, man. <laughs> I really fucking couldn't help it. And I really, I really bristle at that throwing in references for the sake of references to be perfectly honest it's okay i understand like you see a lot of a lot of articles and posts going up on the internet the last couple of days about like viewing the viewing the presidential election through the filter of like harry potter or some shit and what like yeah they're like oh voldemort just got like the president like come on oh people have been calling him voldemort for months no it's it's this is a this is what i what I was talking about, like the establishment assholes, just to circle back to this because we, yeah. we're done with crucifixion. Crankometer. Yeah. Uh, Very good. How, Very Christmassy. How, how Christmassy is Christmas vacation? It is a five Christmassy. Completely. Yeah. Completely. How good oh. is it? Uh, look, fuck everything. The rules don't matter anymore. This is a five five movie. I think it's a five six, dude. Oh shit. It like broke off of the crankometer. Yeah. Ain't no rules say a movie can't get six points yeah. on the crankometer. Is it, is it a six six? No. Okay, it's a five six. We gotta have some rules. Okay, so it's it's just <laughs> some, like some rules kind of right. It's like sitting atop Die Hard. Yeah, it's it's like on the top of the tower. Like where it is sitting in between Die Hard. And it, it is the it is the helicopter with Johnson and Johnson in it. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Anyway, to go back to what I was talking about, you were talking about like oh Voldemort got elected. Yeah. That was another thing that a lot of like a really annoying like neoliberal assholes were doing on Twitter, like comparing Hillary to like Daenerys Targaryen and shit like that. Yeah, and, and it, just to appeal to young young voters because right. young voters are fucking stupid. Yeah, that's why they did it, right? No, it's it's also because like the kind of the kind of people who some some people call like lanyard dick, the kind of people who are just like totally into like the fucking culture of like not even politics themselves, but like the the culture surrounding politics of like working for a politician or right. shit yeah. like that where like you you know your your dream job is answering a fucking representative's phones or something like that. Oh my god. But, I mean yeah. Hillary Clinton like your, your dream I, job is being is being Josh Lyman and not President Barla. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I mean let's be honest. I voted for Hillary but like she wasn't my first choice. No. I I wasn't excited about her as a fucking candidate. It's just not Trump. Yeah. I wanted Bernie Sanders. Yeah, oh yeah. And you're just being Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Bernie, if you can introduce me to Winnie the Pooh, that'd be cool. But, I mean, you know, I, I wanted Bernie Sanders, but I fucking settled for Hillary because Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, like, a lot of people were comparing it to Targaryen. It's like, okay, let's com- let's take this comparison out. Do you know what this election was? This election was the fight in the area where uh, Ron gets introduced. Yeah. Because Trump, Trump didn't fight with honor, but he fucking won. You know? It's mm-hmm. true. Fight like an honor gets you. But... Oh man, but I like Braun. Don't compare Trump to Braun. Although he is kind of a shithead. Braun is all about the fucking money. That's true. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so Christmas vacation is a five six. I'm declaring it. Hell yeah. It's rigged yes. rigged fucking election here. Um <laughs> tonight is just full of that. Yeah. This week. But no, I And I I even looked up the Game of Thrones quote to make sure I was 
Ache, ache quoting it right and the, just like the night, the night is dark the and full of tears. Full of tears. But then I realized, like, oh, it's a quote from Melisandre. Is that appropriate? Not really, but I kind of want to use it anyway, so I did. Why not? And I feel like that's kind of the game that a lot of people play with with politics right now. It's like I can only view, I can only view Hillary losing through the filter of um, pick a thing, Pikachu. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Okay. Uh. I'm sorry. I just went for word associations. <laughs> so, so Hillary is the Wicked Witch of the East. Of the West. She, I, she's from New York. Has to be the East. No. Donald Trump is a house. That's what it is. As coroner, I must of her. I thoroughly examined her. And she's not only merely dead, she's really most sincerely dead. Oh my god! Mic drop, I'm leaving. Alright, Christmas Creeps is over. Um, we'll probably be back. Uh, we have a website, christmascreeps.com. You can look at it and read stuff on there and make comments. And we have a Twitter. We have a Twitter. It's at Christmas Creeps. You can look at it and read stuff there and make comments. We have an email. We have an email. It's Christmas Creeps at Gmail. Xmas Creeps at Gmail. Xmas Creeps at Gmail dot com. You can look at it, read it. And you lied. You didn't leave. He's back in pog form. I was supposed to start. It doesn't work when I do it. Anyway, I fucking um, zigged when you zagged. Go to. Go to Facebook and search for Christmas Creeps. You'll, you'll find us where the skull with the candy king crossbones, which I am now going to call the Holly Jolly Roger. Um, oh, I like God damn, why that. did we fucking think of that like a year and a half ago? Because oh, I'm a fucking idiot. That's holy why. shit. True story. I thought it would work today. Nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, please, if you enjoy listening to us ramble on about Christmas movies, you know, all year round. We're getting into Christmas season now. Now is the time to hop onto this podcast. Get friends involved. Get them out to the polls. Get Man, this is the darkest show. depths of Mordor right now. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't give me that Led Zeppelin shit. Okay. Oh, I, I was thinking the same thing. Don't worry. I, I almost started um, singing it. We want as we want as many friends on this crazy bandwagon as we possibly can, and we need you to help us bring them there. Bring them here. Make Christmas creeps great again. Yes. <laughs> Make Christmas creeps great in the first place. Oh. <laughs> But yes, uh, Facebook, Twitter, go to iTunes and subscribe, leave reviews, do all of the things that we need you to do to, to get people to listen to this show because we can't do it alone. I like how assertive you're being this time. Ohio, fucking, go fuck yourself. Fucking do it, people. Fucking, fucking do it, people, because I'm try- I'm using the last ounce of my energy before I fucking collapse tonight. So uh, we, we are we are Christmas creeps. I'm Joseph Wade. This is Johnny Five, Karen Five. We are here for you. We are going to be back in a couple of weeks. Get used to it. Hopefully right before Thanksgiving. Um, we promise we will review Christmas Vacation 2, Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure. Um, It'll be and then good. we got July and Christmas coming up. Oh, baby, do we ever. And also, I found the strangest thing on Netflix. So look <laughs> Yeah, we watched Stranger Things already. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been a, a couple months. Check that out. It's really good. But, you know, Christmas is coming, guys, and it's right around the corner, and I am, have never been more excited, aside from the obvious. Christmas is coming. Oh, skeet, skeet. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking more like winter is coming. Oh, skeet, uh, skeet. So. Is that what those, is that what they are? Are they sperms? What? Are they, like, ambulatory sperms? What are you talking about? The the fucking, walkers. yeah, the, the White Walkers. G- I'm going to Win- okay, John's win- gone. He's done. Winter is coming. Winter is coming, and and they're just like endless, like white dudes. <laughs> well, you notice they only ever recruit babies. 
They yeah, well, no, they they turn people. Uh, well, the walk. Well, the whites. Oh, like okay, yeah, the yeah. the the ones that aren't like the mindless ones. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking about Game of Thrones now. We're, we we have to leave. We're done. <laughs> the night is dark and full of terrors, and I have to go home before it gets too cold. Bye, everybody. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas.